Welcome to the Raising Christian Kids podcast. Your host, Leanne Mancini, is extremely passionate about helping children to have a strong foundation in Jesus. You will be equipped with methods and techniques to help solidify a relationship between your child and Jesus. So let's dig deep and raise strong Christian kids. Hello, and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. I am so excited to have Amanda Floreskowski on my show today. She is doing some wonderful things, and I can't wait for her to share with you what she's doing. But let me tell you a little bit about Amanda. She's an author, speaker, and a leader in Christ. And she's also on a mission to end child trafficking through her ministries, Able Moms International, and Vigilant Families. Amanda has written a book titled Unraveled, Mothering Fiercefully in a World Full of Fears, and it details her experience of her toddler being taken away from her when she was holding him. And in addition to her book, I'm excited to have her speak about her Able Moms group. She is the founder of Able Moms International, which seeks to connect authors, speakers, podcasters, and seasoned moms who are all passionate about motherhood and who are poised to reach mothers all over the world. Welcome, Amanda. I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you. I have loved the journey of meeting you and developing this friendship that we have. So I'm so glad to be here. I love our friendship too. It's been so much fun to get to know you. And we're so blessed to work for the Lord and to work with like-minded people. What you're doing for moms is outstanding. And I can't wait for you to share what you're doing. And could you tell us about yourself? Tell us your family background and how you're helping mothers and touch upon your book as well. Oh, for sure. So I am a mother of five. We just had our fifth only six months ago. Little boy. Aaron and I have been married now almost 16 years. He he was a youth pastor. I was a school teacher when we met in Florida. We now live outside of Texas. When we moved to Texas, I actually started a mops group, a mother, a mothers of preschoolers group, and really kind of cut my teeth on women's ministry and just realized I absolutely loved it. From there, Aaron and I established a Christian school. And then last year was able to publish the book that you just talked about. And I'll share a little bit about my story. And then we'll talk about Able Moms at some point. Oh, yes, absolutely. I can't wait to talk about Able Moms, but tell us about your story. Sure. In 2016, I was in our local grocery store and I had a man approach me and started talking to me about my kids. I thought it was really bizarre. Kind of had that Holy Spirit check in my spirit. He didn't have any groceries in his cart, just this really odd interaction. And so I wrapped up what I was doing, kind of just, you know, a curt smile over my shoulder, walked on, didn't pay much attention to it. And only four minutes later, I found myself in the checkout line ready to go. And there was a couple kind of tearing at the end of the checkout register that I saw how little they had and just, you know, motioned with a friendly wave, you know, that they could go ahead of me. And with immediacy, the woman of this couple struck up a conversation and was asking how old my daughter was. And I thought it was initially odd that she was asking only about my daughter when my, you know, cute, newborn, fluffy baby is cooing in the cart. And, but still, you know, it was going through your head is I'm probably overreacting. I'm making a big deal out of nothing. And you're stuffing that Holy Spirit intuition down in the pit of your belly. Right. And it wasn't, you know, maybe a minute into this interaction, I realized that she is asking me a question, turning over her shoulder, 
responding to the gentleman who she's with looking the complete opposite direction. He responds back to her and then she asks me a question again and then she responds back. So I realized that she's actually interpreting my, and I'm having an unwanted conversation with this man. So at the end of that interaction, when she put out her hands, she couldn't even extend her arms and she asked to hold my daughter. And I said, oh no. And then interpreting to this man, she now has my daughter in her arms. If I lunge forward and remove my hand from my infant to save my daughter, you're thinking as a mom, what exactly is my next step and what will I have to sacrifice and who can I trust? It's the truest form when I talk to survivors or victims, it's the truest form of that fight or flight mentality. I mean, I get asked all the time, what do you think would have happened? Like when I'm in speaking engagements, people say, well, what do you really think she would have done? Well, we call it grooming. But I believe it was a a version of what I would call micro grooming that in that moment, and again, we can, I can't be certain, you know, none of us can be certain. The only way to prove that my daughter was actually the victim of potential trafficking is if she was actually abducted. So praise God that I can't prove any of this. If she would have done that in the parking lot a second time and do exactly what she did in the store, which is grab her little arm and wave bye to me and say, say bye-bye to mommy. My daughter wouldn't have reacted negatively. It would have felt comfortable to her. And that was the only time she put distance between she and I, the only time. I mean, she had her hand on my cart, the whole interaction. Now she's starting to back away. So my takeaway from it is if you want to protect your child, because we all do, okay? We all want to. I mean, your desire is that we are investing in our kids' spiritual walk. We, we all, okay, we all want to. I mean, your desire is that we are investing in our kids' spiritual walk. We, we all, on every level as a parent, want the best for our child. And part of that is their not only spiritual health, but their physical safety. If we want to really protect our children, we have to invest in them relationally. Yes, exactly. I agree. Physical protection comes from within, investing in them relationally. Wow, I'm just in awe that this happened. And, you know, praising God that you were able to grab your daughter back quickly enough before she took off running with your daughter in her arms. Right. Yes. Mothers, listen to your intuition. You're in a situation where you don't feel well or something's not right. That's the Holy Spirit quickening you to put your antennas up and to be aware and to be cautious and to be careful. It's everything that you say on this podcast, which is why I'm exceedingly not only happy to be here, but that's where Vigilant Families was birthed, the first ever online anti-trafficking training program for kids, parents, and youth broken down into bite-sized training modules and age-appropriate as well as able moms, because I believe that if you make a mom capable in her motherhood, unshakable in her faith, and memorable in her mentorship, that she can feed her children and nurture them and physically protect them better than she could apart from that. And thank God, Amanda, that you were aware and got your baby back and now being able to tell this amazing story to other mothers to help them understand This is happening in the world and we need to protect our little ones. And the title of your book again is Unraveled, Mothering Fiercefully in a World Full of Fears, right? There's a lot of fears. And this information about her book will be in our show notes. So I want to shift gears here. And can you tell us more about Able Moms? What is the goal and how did you come about starting it? I'll start first with the goal. We believe that every mom should be capable in her practical parenting first. 
where do you go for the very practical mothering advice? And the second goal of Able Moms is that she's unshakable in her faith. Once we've met the very practical needs of everyday mothering, our faith undergirds us through everything. And so we have a strong push at Able Moms to develop a mom's everyday faith so that she can then, like you talk about on your podcast, invest in her children. And so the third way we do that is through memorable mentorship. So we have part of our curriculum. It's a turnkey ministry that a church can host, just like maybe a mops group where a pastor and a church leadership can start a community at their church and moms can come garner those three very practical insights, how to be capable, unshakable, and memorable. And we also have two components that are a little unlike any other mom's ministry. Our founders felt that it's so vital for moms to be investing in the next generation. So we have what we call able kids, which is more than just childcare. We actually send mamas home with their own curriculum, should they choose to use it or not, that enables them and equips them to regurgitate what they're learning in their mom group back to their child and really make it practical in their everyday life. We have mentor moms. We have all these key relational pieces that make able moms unique and beneficial to the mom in a culture right now where we need relationship more than ever as moms. We really do. Now, when it's a struggle to have relationship, we're finding that these communities are just explosive. Like we have churches calling every day and wanting to host an able moms community. Really, this was birthed out of a cry for mothers to want a biblically sound mom's ministry. I had been a part of a ministry for close to seven years. I had been in leadership. Then I took other roles on the leadership team. Then I just was simply a member and then just a prayer partner. But when I left that organization, I had gotten about year five, when I stepped down from the leadership, I had still gotten in the mail, a leadership packet. And I was just thumbing through it just out of curiosity. And I noticed that the theme for that year just seemed really ethereal and kind of out there a little, you know, pulling on the heartstrings, but not really any solid context. And so I thought, well, this can't be right. So my first year when we had opened, when we had started a group for mothers at our church, it went gangbusters. And I got a call from the national organization that said, what are you doing? You guys are knocking out of the park. You have one of the biggest groups for your small town population. And so we started this little relationship. And so When I got that material, I felt comfortable enough that I had developed a relationship to pick up the phone and call this individual and say, Hey, tell me if I am reading this wrong or, you know, what am I missing here? Why don't I feel this biblical connection to this year's current theme and curriculum? And she just was very open with me, which I appreciated and said, Amanda, you're one of hundreds of phone calls that we've received And we're actually experiencing a mass exodus from pastors and mothers and members because there's been a change in our leadership at the executive level that has introduced what you and I would probably call the progressive church movement, which you and I both know is disassociated from true biblical gospel-centered truth. It broke me because I thought, man, the enemy wants such a voice in our culture right now. But we need a voice that is combating that, that is actually speaking truth to moms whose hearts are so sensitive and ripe for growth and the gospel and for, you know, their understanding for the first time that they're responsible for a young life and they're really considering the weight of that and they're ripe and ready and need something. Who's fulfilling that need? 
people want this so badly. It was very easy to have other women who are supportive come alongside me as fellow co-founders. And we launched last fall and are getting ready to open up admission for churches this year in 2021. Oh, awesome. That is so exciting. I hope you get a lot of new churches this year, as I'm sure you will. But I know what you said. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm not even in a group like this because my children are older now. But myself, I had heard some of these complaints that this organization was kind of going to the wayside and not teaching and offering solid biblical information that is biblically based, that is, you know, truth based on God's word. And mentioning the progressive church, I've done an an episode on the progressive church and how we're supposed to be careful and make sure that wherever our children go or whoever they hang out with, they may say they're Christians, but we have to make sure that those parents believe in what we believe in Christianity, the, the truth, God's word, not a false doctrine that they have decided would be God's truth, because the progressive church does not believe what we believe. Right. And I'm so glad you started this organization, and I'm so happy to be a part of it. So let's talk about your resources. Can you please share any resources available to help mothers raise their children, have a strong foundation in Jesus? Sure. So one of the things that we do at Able Moms is we have what are called moments. Our moments are split up into two portals. One is our capable moments. And these are tips, statistics, information that at the drop of a hat, you could go to this resource and you could just find out practical information. And the second portal is memorable moments. We believe that discipleship is done through relationship. And so every mom wants to look over her shoulder, like we talk about in Proverbs 31, and have her children grow up in the fear and admonition of the Lord and say, my mom was a great mom. So we wanted a place for moms to know they had trustworthy resources where they could find fun activities that always had a discipleship component to them, but that were also incredibly fun so that they wind up as memorable mothers. We all want that. Absolutely. And so mothers can actually start an Able Moms group at their church by going to your website and signing up and finding out how to do that. And I highly recommend if any mothers or ministry leaders are listening right now, go to Able Moms International and find out how to start this group at your church. And well, Amanda, thank you for being on the show today and sharing your story and your wisdom. But before we say goodbye, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today? Yes, the um, only the last resource that's entirely free to anyone is just going to ablemoms.com and subscribing. And those devotionals go into mama's inboxes every week. You have written for us and done videos for us. So yours will be coming out next quarter as well. And so that also can be subscribed. You can subscribe at ablemoms.org. But thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. And again, all of Amanda's resources and links will be in the show notes on my website. And again, thank you, Amanda. I'm so happy we get to help moms or anyone who's raising the next generation. Let's work together to raise strong Christian kids. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app.